0: Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine its an obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast.
1: Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. You know, on the show, we give credit to so many different wonderful inventions, all from all over the world. All these great history of the things that we see in the movies and the inspiration for these things. I don't think sometimes we give enough credit to the Brits oh okay for all of you across the pond listening to us well god something. save
0: the queen what can yes. we talk about
1: oh try the first thing i'm going doing when i go to london someday mm-hmm. i'm gonna go sit down and get a traditional english breakfast
0: oh interesting my
1: blood pudding and my Whoa. bangers and beans it's anyway
0: i'll tell you what uh, i'll sleep in uh <laughs> and <then> you come <laughs> get me when we do a fish and chips for lunch <laughs> and then we will do fish oh
1: i'll be yeah. full i'm gonna be honest i'll be full and then we'll take you. Know, I'll watch you eat fish and chips. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the plan. Okay. So here's the deal. I didn't know this. The British technical experts created the world's first flashbang or stun grenade for uh. the special air services counterterrorist wing. I did not realize this, but obviously these are different. If anybody's played Call of Duty, you know, mm-hmm. you know familiar with these, you've watched uh, numerous uh, military movies and then the like, unlike a fragment, a fragmentation grenade. Stun grenades are constructed with a casing made to remain intact during the heating phase of its explosive charge and to obviously avoid fragmentation injuries. So the cutouts on a on a on a stun grenade are allowed for the light and sound from the explosion that actually happens to get through, obviously stunning the people that you're trying to disorient. Uh, The filler consists of a pyrotechnic metal oxidant mix of magnesium or aluminum and an oxidizer oxidizer such as potassium perchlorate. Or potassium nitrate, which creates the flash and the bang. Here's the thing: I didn't know. Although these come in different sizes, they're still like soda cans, (laughs) and they haven't changed because the space that's needed for the the chemical reaction to happen, and for the sound and for the light to work out, you can't. There's only you can only make these so small. I bring this up because there's something that happens in this minute (laughs) that is still. Technically impossible for us to make <laughs> so, okay.
0: And that's just that. the beginning Of the stunning insights you're going to hear <laughs> In minute 103 Of Iron Man 2 from 2010 Director John Favreau uh, And so we pick where we left off which is the middle of Black Widow's first amazing fight scene uh, So we've already had her uh, Let's see, take out a guy with a, the, the taser discs Uh, And then another guy came out, so she vaulted over a rolling cart and got him with a, you know... Missile dropkick. Yeah, basically, yeah, both feet right in the chest. Boom, down he goes, uh, and that's where we used to land. So the next guy shows up, and so she runs at him, and once again, like I was talking about, you don't know where she's going to go, so what does she do? She drops down, slides under, and hits him right in the jam bags. I mean... Let (laughs) me
1: tell you this. I mean... All this guy has in his hand is a walkie-talkie, people.
0: Yeah, right. And so clearly he was from the director's cut of uh, E.T. Well, that's a deep cut. That is really a deep cut. <laughs> you might have to Google that if you're not yeah, familiar with what we're talking
1: about. That's right. Well, there was no CGI trickery here. Nothing was no. replaced. This guy's just, I mean, let me tell you something. You got to slow this down and look at this guy's reaction. Yeah. I don't know if we know who this stuntman is.
0: I don't. But yeah, the problem is there's just a stunt crew. They don't individually right. credit them. Guy who gets punched in nuts. This guy, <laughs> this guy, which is probably just, good that he doesn't have that. It no, probably has yeah, not as real, but he probably you, doesn't have that as a credit.
2: You have to see this guy just turn the corner. He's got a yeah, like hey guys, what's going on?
0: <laughs> Who's <laughs> that lady? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> looking
2: at it right now. Yeah. look, look at that face.
0: Right, that. That's that. A, that is a professional stuntman selling it. I
2: mean, you don't get the humor of this until you've watched it so many times in yeah. slow-mo. And, and we go,
0: have.
2: <laughs> and this guy's just like, hey, what's happening? Oh, Why would you punch me in the balls? Why uh, did you do that?
0: Yeah. Our first contestant on Owl My Nuts. <laughs> that might be the
2: title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh man, and then and then she does. Yeah. Here's the best part. Yep, slides Pivot. into the stance.
0: Yes, the hero pose. Yes, yes, and yeah. And so even they talk about that in the commentary. John Favreau says that they worked on that extensively to try and get her in the exact right sort of like spider crouch, you know, thing, like to basically get her in like the superhero pose, and that image. Like woof, went right into MCU history because like right. I think it's even in the title. Like like when they do the you know the Marvel Studios thing that comes up, I think it's in there. Oh or yeah, they, oh. I guess they change it around every once in a while. But like right. I've seen, I know I've seen it in one of those things. But yeah, that's it's an iconic image, especially from this movie. Whenever they they do like the. You know, synopses of all the movies, you're going to see that shot. Uh, And so then she's, yeah, so she's in her, and then so she has another guy coming. Uh, And then she runs off, and we see her do the move that she did earlier on to Happy Hogan. She runs up. Flips over, grabs his neck with her legs, and does the Hurricane Rana. The same move she used to take Happy Down in her opening sequence where she blew her cover. But I think I've made my, my point about that one earlier on in that episode. Well, it, okay, and it's and it's flawlessly It's a great it's a, executed. Yeah. once again. We gotta give a shout out to the amazing Heidi Moneymaker.
1: Yes. No, incredibly well done. Can we also just say one last comment about Ballshot
0: Guy? Yes. He serves as the
1: step stool
0: for her to pull that move. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Because he's he's hunched over. So she vaults over that guy like a pommel horse. Oh, man. To get up in the air high enough that she can grab that guy around his neck and then whip her body around and flip it. If you ever seen a Hurricane Rana, like we talked about it before, but I'm saying, like, go watch the professionals do it, especially uh, a a professional wrestler by the name of Lita. She did an excellent Hurricane Rana. So if you go to the YouTubes. And look for Lita Kinrana. uh, You'll see one of the true masters of this maneuver. It is one of my favorite wrestling maneuvers. Can I
2: I just say this? I I gotta get my, I gotta collect myself because the whole concept (laughs) of that guy's that Uh security guard's day. Can you imagine (laughs) going home that night? Right. Whoever's at home and they're like, "Honey, how'd your day? How'd your night go?" Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Can I get some ice? Honey? I mean, what happened? I, I heard a commotion. I came around the corner. This, this, this ninja with red uh-huh. hair punches me in the balls. <laughs> and then uses me as a pommel horse to, to take out Steve. <laughs> done oh my god
0: that's just this is oh. the kind of things
2: i love like oh this is why we do the show right. for that. and that's also amazing. i'd like to point
0: out that she's like and these guys obviously are working for a you know a a sleazy guy but not oh, necessarily yeah. a super villain obviously he's doing bad things but like these guys are not necessarily bad i mean it's not like i don't know the the lobby scene of the matrix where you're like hey wait aren't these guys just like Security for the building? Like, why are you yeah. murdering them? <laughs> but, Come on, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so, so she is not killing these guys. She's just taking them out. You know, not on, non-lethal. Exactly, and yeah, so that's that makes it cool. Uh, so we, from that maneuver, we cut back to the expo, uh, and we have uh, the the chase is still going on. And look, Rob, there's the Audi Pavilion. Oh, see that is. we actually see, like they actually have a right. full their product placement. Ching. Um. So then we see. Okay, so then we got a shot, a close up of one of the drones. Now I really thought this was a marine, but I, I don't think it is because, like, so a, a drone walks out and then raises a wrist gauntlet and starts firing. Right. Well, what actually think? Which
1: okay. which drone is? What's what kind of drone is this? So wait, my understanding on the scene is is that as we as we pan, we see um, we see you know Tony Iron Man basically fly by the Audi Pavilion. Yep. and then we see a couple of we see Rhodey because again, well, yeah. we see Rhodey, and then we see a couple of the Air Force drones, and one of them just misjudges and crashes into one of the digital LED boards. Yep,
0: yep. And we, we see like sparks and glass go right. raining down on the crowd. But and then, then, we, and then he's, down on the ground is another drone. Well, see, I think it is that drone.
1: Oh, you think I it's think, that? Drone? I think he's crashed, but he hasn't. He hasn't gotten destroyed from crashing into the LED board, which would make sense. Okay. That would that makes sense I would, because would hope.
0: he looks like an Air Force.
1: Well, it is, and it is Air
0: Force. Uh, okay. The way
1: you can tell is you can tell by the markings on the head, and okay. you can also tell by, we've talked about that stealth uh, plating that's on the chest.
0: Right, and he's, but, it's, he's like uh, that, either that white or that, that really light gray. Right.
1: Coloration. And the one thing, we haven't seen this in the Air Force drones, is, is that on those gauntlets they have on their, on their forearms, yes, we've seen now those missiles that come out, but they also have front-mounted machine guns that are right, like, on the top of their palm. Like, so that's what he's firing. So he immediately gets up, fires, yep. and then really beautiful effect shot of him firing up his thrusters
0: and then yeah. taking off. I mean, it's yeah, with gorgeous. The, with, the, with the smoke plumes behind him and yes. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Really nice. done. We get a quick shot of Ivan, you know, firstly typing and, you know, uh, redeploying his units. And, uh, you know, uh, and then we had to, and uh, they've, I guess they went. First to the halls of Montezuma, and then they went to the shores of Tripoli. Because uh, now they're back, and oh look, the Marines are finally joining the fight. Now
1: you, I guarantee you, and I and I will speak this because we are not veterans, but no. I guarantee you that anyone who's a veteran who watched this movie had to snicker at. Oh yeah, what were the Marines doing this whole time?
0: <laughs> and if you're always like, last to the party, we
1: we talked about this Air yeah. Force veterans, like right, like thanks. Right. I am sure. There there's an inside joke in this, like yes. oh, oh yeah. Well, here come the Marines now. <laughs> which which again, <laughs> great respect, right? Oh, but course. I I kind of love that, oh yeah, they've been sitting on the stage the whole time this has been going on.
0: Yeah.
1: And we're we're we see something that we they did were, not know.
0: They were honoring their code. Oh, geez.
1: <laughs> well, here's here's something we didn't know. And I will tell you that if you look up the information about them, what they have. It's not noted that they have flight, like, the, and we no. clearly see they they power up in their flight, they're airborne. Right,
0: they take off, and I was like, "The Marines can fly,
1: right?" Oh, okay. Well, the Harriers. to me. They were Harrier. Remember, the Marines had Harrier. Then they have a, oh, a, yeah. a group of Harrier jets and a few other things. So an Osprey. Yeah. Uh, exactly.
0: Yeah. I know my GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we they they take off, and then we go immediately to. Behind that screen, because like obviously they're still on the stage, they take off, uh, probably break more glass, uh, and then I was like, oh, so we have uh, the rest of the group. So we have Pepper, the technician, and Hammer, and uh, we see Hammer. His his glasses are broken. Now I assume this happened when Black Widow slammed his face into the table to find out where Ivan was, but they didn't really ever show that. So like. Do you think that that's that's what we're supposed to imply, or do you think there's a deleted scene of like Pepper punching him in the face?
1: No, no, we're we're to imply that they were broken with with Black
0: Widow. Okay. Do you yeah. think he needs glasses? No, which I makes I it don't either <laughs> even more absurd. I think they're an affectation because he thinks that they make him look smart.
1: Well, and in this situation, it makes him look badass. Like, look, I got into a fight where somebody broke my glasses, but I don't <laughs> care. Like, I honestly, I think that's why I think that's why he's wearing them, and they're so perfectly broken, like. If you try to break a pair of glasses a thousand times, it may break like this once, (laughs) because it's it's a perfect (laughs) hole in the middle of one of the lenses, and the perfect spider like web like breaks. It's totally funny.
0: Yeah. So the technician and Pepper are actually trying to solve the problem where Justin is, you know, just snarking off to the side. The technician says. Each set of drones communicating in its own unique language. And Pepper says, Well, choose one and focus on that. And Justin says, Have you tried Russian? Why don't you try Russian? With no and, glasses. With no and glasses. No glasses. That's right. Right. And when he right. says that. So the, the, I guess from one shot to the next, you'd pull them off. But the thing that I, I find hilarious about this is for those of us who are computer people and nerds, he's talking about a computer language. Like, that's the idea. Like, it's not that, like, this one's speaking French, this one's speaking German. No, the idea is that they, like, Ivan has basically encrypted it so that each one has its own sort of specific programming language. And so that's why Justin's comment is sort of like, wow, you just don't understand anything about technology, do you?
1: This continues these great moments of Justin Hammer. Yeah. Revealing that he really doesn't know a lot of what he says he does or he, he just talks about things and what he hears. And that's it. He makes a yeah. lot of assumptions. And honestly, I think uh, this may be reading too much into this. I think that's the reason why he's got the glasses on at the beginning of the scene. And they're off at this part because uh. he's revealing that I, I don't know. Have you tried Russian <laughs> like he's saying it both sarcastically and honestly, because he heard language. Yeah. And the glasses are off because the charade is off he 's just like i don 't know
0: <laughs> i 'm helping. I'm helping i 'm helping i don 't know what to tell you, yeah, exactly so uh, so we we cut back to hammer industries and Happy is still fighting with Toy Reed like the two of them are still like duking it up uh, and then we we hear uh, like uh, over the thing, so now people are aware, so now alarm's been going off Thursday. so on over the um, announcement, we hear uh, attention, we have an intrusion on Grid w. And so the security guard then says, we got it, we're on our way. And so we see then Black Widow is like right off around the corner, like listening to these guys too. Um, So it's still like just... I'm basically wandering around Hammer Industries looking for, you know, a big neon sign that says Russian guy in here. Like she still has no idea where Ivan is being held up. I guess but this is all happening within the course of, you know, 10 seconds or whatever. No time is passing. Um, so uh she then uh, she's off on off again. So uh Natasha runs out and then does a leg sweep on the first guy and then it's such a cool maneuver. It's really hard to see. I had to watch it a couple times to do it. So she on the second guy, he's got his leg a little bit forward. So she runs up and plants one foot on his knee, and then takes her knee and slams it into his face. It's such a, like it's such a brutal move. Yeah. Uh, and then like boom, and then just Baxley drops down to the ground again. Like it's like like just that fast. Two guys taken out. Uh, and then there's a weird cut here because all of a sudden there's another guy like they like we very clearly saw two guys approaching to that and then all of a sudden we're cut to she's facing off against a guy with a nightstick so he then like starts to take a swing at her and so she pulls out a cord like some sort of like uh, I, I don't even know what this, this thing is going to be made of but you know something stronger than just generic j- 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 rope I would think um, she blows it out and then so she as he tries to take a swing at her she takes the rope and wraps it around his wrist And then hits him with a knee strike, punches him in the face, and then takes the cord and wraps it around his neck. So then he's like, ah, what are you doing with this cord thing? And tries to punch her. She dodges it. And then a second guy comes running up into that. So she grabs the second guy, wraps his arm in the cord... And then knocks him down. And so when he falls, it also pulls the first guy down because exactly. they're wrapped up in the cord together. It was sort of like, oh man, she had this whole thing, like, like she's basically just knitting. Right. <laughs> like like she's basically just like as as this guy's like trying to kill her or whatever. She's like, here, and then here, and then up to there, they go like, oh, then like here, basically like, hold this for me. Okay. Fump. And then they all like come collapsing down.
1: Well, this is this is like um this fight sequence is very much like the old board game mousetrap. Yes, You know, or those those kind of contraptions that this does this and then this does this and then these five other things happen. That's what they've kind of done in this fight sequence. And it's done really well. I mean, I I think it all makes sense, especially the cord. I couldn't find the the cord weapon. Um, These are probably related to like uh, and I can't pronounce the name of it, but the weapons like used in like uh, Kill Bill, the Kill Bill movie series, the one uh, villain has that where she's got like the ball on the, on the oh, cord. Right. The yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go, so, go. so
1: it's all related to that. One thing we should note is she's been wearing these odd looking hand wraps and the mm. hand wraps are part of that cord weapon because you oh, can imagine you can't, you can't just, you know I mean? Okay. You'd get rope burn. Like if right. you tried to use the weapon with the amount of force that she's using, you couldn't do that without hurting yourself. Those, those particular hand wraps are part of the weapon. So that's cool that that all fits. I mean, you're you're using this. You saw her as she entered the building with them on. This is all part of something that she has. Um, okay. And then we <laughs> talked about, I don't know, we mentioned the flashbacks at the very beginning of the sequence. Well, before uses, we move
0: on, though, I, I would like to say that uh, this is uh, just another uh, homage to, um, or at least a, a nod to uh, Boondock Saints. What do you need rope oh. for? Yeah, oh, see? Shit. She brought rope. <laughs> Nicely
1: done. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the flashbangs just when when you said the oh, first yeah, two true. guys, draw. yeah, that's yeah.
0: She she th- throws out. They, yeah, they they have they're very small. They they as they go along with the thing, and then instead of electrifying, they do a little puff like like a they get like a, a probably like a little blast of light and right. smoke. And the, and the, the like, a, it, enough that she can run up and and take them right.
1: out. And it is like a flashbang, and it's the same size yeah. as the Taser disc we've seen, and. I looked. There is nothing that seems no. to be available like that. That's no, that's a no, little bit is, of, of this trickery. is uh,
0: this is uh, Nick Fury has made sure to keep this off the market. Shield like, is something only is keeping
1: their secrets close to the best. Um, yeah. yeah, no. And then, no, you You. I love when the guy comes in and, yeah, she does that great movement of of both, you know, getting him in the leg and obviously the neck with the cord. And like I yeah. you said, you've got the other people come in. That's a wonderful little like contraption of, of weaponry. where yeah. The one move takes out the other guy. Yeah, it's and this is done.
0: this is just the stunt team showing off, and I love it. Right, like they like you know basically it's sort of like uh, all right, we want you to go off and uh, shoot a bunch of stuff. Like, what would Black Widow's fight thing be like? And so uh, it's like I'm sure there was like many really interesting hard <laughs> days in a gym of right. them figuring out like, okay, what if they had what if they had a fire extinguisher? What if she had and, like all these different things to try and figure out what the fight scene would look like and what they could do and, and what they could have, and then they come and present it and go, yeah, that's great. Use the core. That's so fun. And and uh, reference to what we
1: mentioned earlier, that you could spot the Happy Hogan stunt double. Mm-hmm. You cannot spot her stunt double in no. this at all. Honey Money Maker, seamless. man. She is yeah. really,
0: really good. And this, as her first sort of uh, time of this, this is really good. She's really good at keeping that. Oh, and maybe this explains the hair. Because oh. she can very easily whip, because she's real. Heidi is really good at whipping the hair around and keeping it away from oh, the camera. But yes. So it's the big hair that she can then use to cover her face as she's doing the move. So maybe that's the, the solution. Well, and when you said it looks like we need a wig, to get her on the show. Yes. If we can ask her these things.
1: Well, no, and you and that connects all the dots on that because if it does look wig-like, well, that's because it has to be because there's uh, there's wigs being used in this sequence
0: yeah. clearly. Yeah. Yes. Hey, we solved our own issue, right? Well, they they uh, knew what they were doing all along. Well, we didn't. Yeah. So, uh, so another guard approaches, and uh, Natasha runs up to him, and then sort of like starts to get around him and grapple him. But we don't see what is Is she setting him up for a second? Hurricane Rana? We don't know. We won't find out until minute one hundred four, because that is where the minute ends in the middle of this maneuver that she's doing. Uh, So we won't find out what that is until. Next time, so make sure you stay subscribed Indeed In the meantime, as you're on Instagram To follow at Samoan Stuntman And at Heidi Moneymaker uh, You can also follow us That's right, The Next Reel has our very own Instagram account You can follow us at The Next Reel We're posting about all the shows we're doing We're doing little informal polls We're talking about all the games we're playing on the different shows Any announcements, all of them will be there And we're trying to do it in as aesthetically Pleasing a style as we possibly can come up with uh, we would love to have you there. Uh it, make, it will make your Instagram feed 2% better. Guaranteed. 2%? 2% percent guarantee. 2% guarantee. It's the Marvel movie minute 2% guarantee in honor of Iron Man 2. That and milk. I mean 2% <laughs> milk. I mean That sure. and milk. <laughs> So make sure you're back here for Minute 104, where we're going to talk about the history of boat shoes and the bite heard round the world. Nuff said. Bye.